Craig is going to update his butt. Big time courses all around the Metroplex in every price range. So, got to play with all their head of agronomy yesterday, mm. and got to watch them figure out why grass grows and why it doesn't. Mm-hmm. That must and have you been talked exciting. about me gloss-eyed over. Yeah, glass-eyed. Whatever. You're like, wow, I, I don't think I ever knew what Brooks Kepka's legs uh-huh. looked like. Are you an athlete if you're a golfer? Well, I'm telling you right now, if you play 72 holes in four days and you walk, uh, yeah. It's tough. It's an activity, definitely. It's tough. So let's hear what Max has to say on this. On the ticket. Ooh, we're buffering. We are buffering. We're buffering. The ticket. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> have, to, have to get on bros in here. It's Wi-Fi. That's a pisser. <laughs> All right. A pisser, you yeah, say. We, God, what happened to our internet? So, okay, here, yeah, here we go. I, was say, I think at? I've got the, here we the go. argument of golf being a sport or not. Man, I'm like Stop. very... Oh, my God. Like, I don't. It's active. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it does warm my heart when, like, my friends who are real athletes, like the, the, the no-argument athlete, uh, when they go play golf and then they tell me the next day, like, their back hurts and their shoulders are hurting. I'm like, see, this is true. Yeah, Probably not. I think <laughs> I if we get had a career on clubs, I would consider it a sport. <laughs> are there you. any more? Yeah, we're tiptoeing the line. We're, we're definitely Best like, segment people ever. fat dog cheerleading and say that's not a sport. And they did way more athletic than we are. So like no, if they're not even if they're not even getting back. approved, then like we are, shouldn't be approved fully yet. We're, we're okay. Uh, All right. Since yeah. I thank you for I stopping. That. That. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. Yeah, if if you had Max Homa f bomb on your bingo card for the tee box this morning, congratulations. Don't look like a putz. I have a mental disorder. Go golf. All right, rub some dirt on it and go. Allegedly. Abu Dabu. Well, howdy ho, and a good Saturday morning, wherever you may be. It is around 8 o'clock on Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, the ticket. And if it's on this day, around this time, for the last 29 years, you have the tee box. I'm Rick Arnett, along with avid golfer, uh, editor-in-chief. Is that a good title? Sure. Who is that? Eli Jordan. Why not? He, uh, we're the uh, two box today because Craig is on vacation. He'll be back next week, and then I'll be off for two weeks. So we just rotate and get some time off. Yep, and, and then recharge, I, uh, and I'll be off for a week or two as well coming up. So looking yeah. forward to all. May of have it. a mystery guest host here in two weeks. I heard about that. Heard somebody had to bow out. Okay. Yeah. Anywho's, uh, the tee box proudly sponsored by your PGA Tour superstores, where they not only have Ryder Cup regalia, or, you know, apparel, all that good stuff. I've seen it; it's nice. It is nice. I am uh, going to have to make a trip to the PGA Tour superstore at some point this week to get my clubs regripped. There you go. Yeah, fifty off two fifty. They do a good job while on it. you're there. Get it done, and they also have uh, limited edition of the new TaylorMade Stealth Two. USA Ryder Cup driver. Oh, have you seen those? I have. They're 
pretty slick looking. Yep. I always wonder how many design options they come up with before they arrive at one. I mean, like, do they get really outlandish on some of them and then they narrow it down? Because I remember, remember when TaylorMade had the white club head on the driver? Yeah, I had one of those. It was the only club I ever saw on the tour where you knew exactly what it was immediately. That's true. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't do that. They should do that more often. I think now with some of the ones you can you can generally kind of tell some of the some of the equipment manufacturers have more of a matte finish and some of them have True. kind of the glossy finish and so you can kind of tell but yes you're correct whenever the TaylorMade had the the first time they debuted the white driver you mm-hmm. immediately knew hey that's TaylorMade it was smart got to be unique Indeed. right I'm surprised nobody else uh, thought about it or came up with something else anyway he's uh, at the Eli Jordan I'm at Arnett Rick, if you want to go to X or Twitter or whatever the hell they call it these days. X, yes. X. Mm-hmm. X. Yeah. Not sure I understand the branding change, but X. What, what do I know? He's a multi-billionaire and I'm not. Yeah, so. that's true. Yeah. So we will be here for the next two hours. A lot of golf talk. We have a uh, concert review because Eli went to a Pearl Jam. I did. This week. I did. There were two shows this week, one last night and one Wednesday night. I will uh, give my official review of the Wednesday night presentation. Nice. Nice. Look forward to that. Hey, speaking of, Mm -hmm. can I do a couple of quick uh, shout-outs before we get things off and running today? You may. So, uh, got a couple of birthdays I wanted to mention on Mm -hmm. the air. One of which, uh, my uh, good friend Jay Hendricks, Mm -hmm. he uh, actually went to Pearl Jam with me on Wednesday night. It was his birthday on the 13th. And uh, tomorrow, another good friend of mine, Justin Yanaway, it Mm -hmm. is his birthday. And today, Rick, this very day. Your birthday. It is not. Mine is April 25th. Mm. Thank you for knowing that. You're welcome. Today is my dad's birthday. Yeah. yeah. Hey. The old T cat. So. Daddy Eli. Yeah. Did you know uh, that uh, the September birthday is by far the most popular birthday? I would know that because my daughter's birthday was yesterday. Okay. My son's birthday is the 21st. There you are. So. I know more September birthdays than any other month. And A lot of action going on in January. Well, it's uh, it's actually, I think... Uh, or December or whatever So actually, I actually pulled this up, and we'll, uh, we'll do this quickly. Yeah, let's uh, do this. But... A lot of New Year's The day. most common birthdays in the United States, September 9th is the most common. Okay. September 19th, second common. September 12th, 3, September 17th, 4, September 10th, 5th, July 7th is 6th. It is the only non-September birthday in the top 10. July, huh? Number 7, September Christmas. 20th. Number 8, September 15th. Number 9, today, September 16th. And the 10th most popular birthday in the United States, September 18th. Wow. And the reason for that being is, A, um... You have the uh, the temperature change there towards you know November December. Uh-huh. People start uh, you know getting a little cuddly because it's uh, getting cool outside, and then uh, you have a little New Year's the New celebration. Year's, yeah, the uh, Christmas and, and New Year's run there where people are you know having a few libations amongst family and friends and exactly. have a, have a few too many, and then yes, Norm, and then that that's when that happens. Yeah. So what's interesting? You hit the, all those lottery numbers. I only hit one number, just like my typical lottery ticket, September fifteenth. All the rest were. All round the num the other one, but yeah. not close. So yeah. Anyway, there are my uh, my birthday shout outs for uh, for this morning. But anyway, happy birthday, Dad. Uh, yeah, happy birthday, you, uh, my daughter. Yes, my youngest is now twenty nine. That is 
That is some sobering oh, thoughts right buddy. there, man. Some Knocking on the doorstep of 30. Has <sighs> your dad hit 70 yet? Yes. Last uh, last year. So he's only got me by like four years. You could be my son. Uh, yeah. Think about that. That's true. That, that could be That's the case. double sobering. <laughs> <laughs> Would you want me to be is the question. <laughs> oh, I would. Oh, yeah. yeah. I would welcome you with open arms. Uh, we have Kern out here, Engineering. Good morning to you. Good morning. And how's it going? It's going just fine. And back at the station, we have one Connor Caldwell. Is this going to be a semi-permanent job? or? I hope so. I enjoy good. the tee box. All the best. You want us to uh, put in a good word because in six months you'll be moving up and out. Because <laughs> that's how it goes on this show. We're just a, a launching pad for people's radio careers. Yeah, let's follow that path. Yeah, and the same thing for Travis Huddleston. Yeah, good morning. I'll add to the uh, commonness because my birthday was yesterday as well. So, ah, listen to those pipes. Go. He's got pipes. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you. Rocking and rolling, man. I dig it. Bringing the energy this morning. <laughs> I like it. Well, happy birthday to you. Thank you. Are you uh, mid 20s? Yeah, 29. 29. So I guess late 20s now. I don't know. He could be your kid as well. I remember my 20s. Yeah, he could be my kid. You do? <laughs> I don't remember my 20s at all. <laughs> Connor, Connor, could you be my offspring as well? I might as well just father the whole staff. Yeah, I'm 26. That works too. <laughs> all right, uh, let's get this show on the road. Let's do it. Because we are wobbling mightily. Um, it is 8.09. Up next, Lanny Watkins, never short of uh, opinions. Goes off on one Phil Mickelson. Poor guy. He's just getting hammered on all accounts and by every angle. We'll talk about that uh, right after we talk about the greatness of your advancedplaster.com. If you want to get your pool renovated and uh, you're looking out back and you finally take a really good look at how deplorable this pool has become over the years because it's maybe 20, 30 years old and it looks like it and the plaster's starting to wear off and you're coping around the pool, looks like shag carpet. I mean, it's just, it's a mess. And it, that's where everybody's hanging out now is the backyard, right? It's going to be your centerpiece. So you go to advancedplaster.com. You ask for JT Pierce. He's a big P1. He's been doing this since 95, almost the same time as the ticket's been alive. How about that? And he's done multitudes of pools. We have uh, referred many a happy customer to him. And you can also automate your pool. So you can uh, have everything controlled by app. Yeah, if you're out on a little date night and you want to get the spa fired up and get it to temperature on the drive home so you don't have to wait on it whenever you get back to the crib. Amen, you brother. You can do that. Amen, brother. Good stuff. Get it good and bubbly before you get back. Got that right. Okay, so you go to advancedplaster.com. Tell him all the things you'd like. He'll tell you what makes sense and what doesn't. Very reasonable, and you can also uh, finance it. They have uh, really good financing rates right now, too. So check it all out. It's advancedplaster.com, advancedplaster.com for all your pool renovation needs. All right, Invited Clubs, formerly known as Club Corp. If you didn't notice their branding change, and they have uh, private clubs all around the Metroplex, all different price ranges, yeah, and uh, all around the country, too. So uh, if you're a big traveler, you get one of these memberships that you can you know, yep. get half off and all that good stuff. So check it out at invitedclubs.com. Also, uh, Golf Moose, because we have uh, Cowboys up. We save over 100 bucks. Buddy. And Grand Oaks, and uh, Crush It, 
uh, little uh, golf simulator place. It's really fun. Good food there, too, and grapevine. All right, 830. Got a couple leaderboards to look at. Eli, Eli Jordan, and Rick Arnett here today. Craig is on vacation, Craig Rosengarten. But the uh, leaderboards, will look at the guys that are on the Ryder Cup teams. And it looks like the Euros kind of have things pretty well in hand, it looks like, so far. And then we'll get into some more Ryder Cup news at 8.50, some updates. 9.10, Eli will give us his uh, review on Pearl Jam. And I heard there was an interesting replacement. I wonder how long it took for you to figure that out. Don't uh, say anything until then. And then at 9.30, I found an interesting study on what um, expends more energy. Carrying your golf bag when you're walking or using a push or pull cart? They're all push carts now, aren't they? Well, I guess. Yeah, I don't. You're right. It's easier to push them than it is to pull them, I think. I think they used to be more pull carts, I think. Now they're push carts. Well, half of them. We'll talk about it. Yeah, half of them are all automated. We could be just splitting hairs here. We could be. We could be splitting hairs. But first. Uh, again, there's no shortage of opinions on one Phil Mickelson. Boy, you're not kidding. He is just a lightning rod, even though he hasn't been he hasn't been on social media much. He's pretty much laying low. And if things would have changed, let me see, he, he could have been a captain this year, couldn't he? At least yeah. I would think so if he hadn't done the whole live bit. I mean, he's, I mean, he's older than Zach Johnson. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Zach Johnson played this week. Yeah. yeah, didn't make the cut, though. Anyway, um, so they uh, had on uh, Golf Week, had on one Lanny Watkins. We've had him on the show a number of times. He, When he's over Preston Trail, there's no better storyteller than Lanny Watkins. He was at the um, captain's picks. I'll bet he was. Ceremony a couple weeks back. He used to be a captain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, getting no shortage of uh, honest opinions. You see him on the Golf Channel doing the Champions Tour. He used to be on CBS. And they didn't direct him very well. Uh, they should have let him go just Johnny Miller, and they didn't. They kind of neutered him, and I think it frustrated everybody. And so, uh, But I think they missed out on that. Anyway, they asked him, um, is Phil Mickelson the most disappointing person in golf? And Lanny Watkins says, and this is typically what happens, right? They get you on a show with the idea that you're going to talk about anything but something controversial. Yeah. And then they'll throw that in, and then you're kind of stuck there because you can't, if you, you know, dodge the question, then, yeah, it doesn't look real good. Anyway, he says, well, I suppose if I was going to be on the show, I was answering a question about my PGA win. Well, that didn't work out. Uh, The truth is Phil's disappointing. I mean, we all love film watching him play. He was a rookie on my Ryder Cup team, played very well, went 3-0. He and his wife Amy were dating at the time, and, but to do the stuff he's done and, you know, cause the problems he's caused and the friction he's caused and the divi- divest- divisiveness? Divisive. Divisive, thank you. <laughs> divide, divide. Um, it wasn't for golf. This was the telling point. Yeah, if this it, is a tough one. If it wasn't for golf, where would Phil Mickelson be? You know, he'd be gambling in a ditch somewhere. So, you know, it's not good. I think he owes more to the game than what he's done. No question he would have been a captain, probably a two-time captain, probably been the captain next at time at Beth Page Black, which makes total sense because yep. he's their fair-haired child out there, right? Yep. Instead, it'll probably, he thinks it's going to be Tiger. At I Beth can see Page. that. Yeah. His thoughts? Uh, certainly 
I would say, a bit of scorched earth there, but this isn't the first person that's been on record kind of taking the flamethrower to Phil. And and I, I've been on record on the show, and Craig's the same way, and I'm not sure how you feel about Phil, but I've never been the biggest Mickelson fan. Even mm-hmm. during his the height of his popularity in, let's call it the late 90s, early yep. aughts, mm-hmm. he just never did much for me. He always seemed to me like he was just extraordinarily phony. Two-faced. Yes, mm-hmm. like just like he would smile for the cameras and then behind closed doors was probably kind of a slime ball. Mm-hmm. I'm right and, there with you. And I feel like that thought has been confirmed by more than one person. Absolutely. And certainly over the last year, year and a half, we've seen what he's done as far as the book that came out the, to the right, the Live Billy Golf Waller. Tour and, you know, all that stuff and it and just the the clear problem gambling. I mean, this isn't, hey, I'm I'm going to drop a sawbuck on the over in the Cowboys-Giants game because I want to make it interesting. It's He's hundreds reckless. of thousands of dollars and millions of millions of dollars over the course of two or three decades just gambling like a buffoon. And I think he got his wife wrapped up in it, mm-hmm. too. I think she was gambling yeah. on football mm-hmm. alongside him, and it just it's not a good look. And I, I agree with Lanny Watkins. There's no question that he would have been – a Ryder Cup captain, if not a multiple-time Ryder Cup captain, if he would have just been a little more gracious and he just doesn't seem to get it. So here's my question. So if you look back, um, he was the he was the springboard to all this. If they wouldn't have got Phil, I'm not sure if Liv would have got off the ground. I agree. Okay. You're not going very far with Taylor Gooch and Harold Varner III. Well, I'm, I'm going to like him to... Dustin Johnson. Yes. Dustin Johnson just went over and kept his nose out of everything and just played. He said, hey, I, I don't have to play as much, and I make more money. Mm-hmm. What What's the downside? I'm still, I still qualify for the majors. Right, and, and at the time, he was still not quite 100% from yep. the knee issue, and he wasn't sure if he was ever going to be 100% again. You're talking about him or Brooks? Brooks. Yeah. And, and, and you know, just the fact that he could get all that money all at once and not have to worry about so it. So either one of them, he yeah. or DJ. Right. Right? So if Phil would have done that, if he would have taken that road, would it still been as effective? And just said, you know, I'm taking the money, um, and he just mirrored exactly what Brooks Kepka said or intimated what D- Dustin Johnson said, and just, you know, it is what it is. I, I'm making my bed. But I think people would have been fine. It, you know, it, for the PGA Tour, the only – players they're mad at are the ones that went back and tried to sue them to get back on tour they right. wanted they wanted their cake and eat too right yeah so i wonder if to he, answer your question it probably would have helped his cause somewhat for him to just keep his mouth shut yeah but he did that, that's not in his dna i don't think no and and then the worst thing he said was like yeah i understand they're bad people and they were beheading journalists and all that yeah. but you know i gotta do what i gotta do and you know <laughs> stoning gay people and yeah. throwing them off buildings exactly and, yeah i mean not, it, he just was tone deaf well and you know completely and, and tone deaf. some of the september 11th stuff too mm-hmm. where, you know people were talking about you know the families of september 11th victims were talking about the saudi arabians funding some of the terrorists that carried out that attack and 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 phil just kind of like shrugging his shoulders and being like eh, you know and i think we all lost sorry for your loss but eh. i think we all lost too because i think he would have been one hell of a golf commentator 
He would have been awesome on CBS. In fact, he would have been the next guy up if he wanted it. Before even Trevor. Yeah, probably. I mean, I could certainly, you know, see him contributing during Masters Week. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, and the thing is, is he was probably still, and and is still, I guess, he's still several years away from really not being able to play at a top level anymore. I mean, he won a major two years ago. Yeah, no, still relevant. I mean, yeah, I mean, he still has plenty of game. I mean, and, and he's got his, the type of game he has is built for longevity too, unlike a guy like Tiger who had such a violent swing for so long yep. that you knew at some point his body was going to start betraying him, and now the car accident didn't help. No. But with Phil, he's kind of got that long, kind of loopy, silky, left-handed Ken like Ernie Jr. L's. swing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just the fact that his short game is so good and he's so creative around the greens, he's a guy that could be relevant for another three, four, five years. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say he's you know going to no. win a lot of majors, but, I mean, what, he finished at the second at the Masters mm-hmm. this year, right? I know. I, mean, I know. So, I mean, obviously he's still got plenty of game, and the fact that he's able to finish second at the Masters – with all of that hanging over his head, tells me he's kind of a narcissist. That kind of that stuff like that doesn't bother him to the point where it would a lot of other people that would. There, there are a lot of people that when they read the press clippings that are negative, it gets in their head, and you don't hear much from them after that. Phil seems to almost feed off of it. So, if you go back in the time machine and he had a do-over, would he? Go back and say, okay, I should have curtailed the gambling, or should I have handled the live defection better? I bet he probably doesn't care about either one. Really? Like, there's got to be some remorse, right? There's got to be some regret. I don't know, man. Because he's not beloved anymore, and he was, even if I it mean, was if all you, fake. If you're going to sit here and say that he is definitely a narcissist, then no, they don't feel a lot of remorse. Yeah, I guess. But he's paying for it now, and he's, and he's reminded he? of it. I think he is. I think he's... I, there, I mean, despite the fact that he's gambled away hundreds of millions of dollars, he's still worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Do you think he cares? I don't know. I don't think he does. I, I honestly, if you put him on a polygraph and ask him if he would go back and change anything, he probably doesn't change much. Yeah, you might not be wrong. It, it, but it's weird, though. You think be one of the two would have been a tipping point. So, you know what? If I had to do it over again, this one damaged me more than the other. Yeah, one. maybe I wouldn't have, you know, taken that trip to the sports book for the first time. Or well, here's the know. other thing too. So one begets the other. If he hadn't gambled like he did, might not have needed to live to her. That's true. Bail that, out. You're absolutely right. That's a fabulous point. Had he not, you know, just unzipped his trousers and urinated away <laughs> half a billion dollars, he may not have needed to live money, and he could have just lived comfortably off of his PGA Tour pension and, mm-hmm. the, you know, the tournaments that he's won and the all the endorsement money that yep. was going to keep rolling in and a broadcasting yep. career that could have been in front of him if he wanted. And, yeah, you're right. I mean, if, if he doesn't gamble so much, he probably doesn't even entertain the idea of going to the live tour. Oh, well, what, what could have been? Yeah. Why are you all yelling? Right. You're a foot from me. <laughs> yes, Phil. Thank you. It was brought to you by Arcus Golf. Go to ArcusGolf.com. You can look at all the uh, great courses they have in the area, all different price ranges, including Cowboys. It's up on uh, GolfMoose.com. Yeah. Save over $100. And they also have the Players Prime program where you get uh, hit balls all the time. You get reduced uh, rates on their golf courses. Check it all out, ArcusGolf.com. Up next, we got two leaderboards, and it's Ryder Cup. Uh, it's uh, It's applicable. And we'll talk about that right after we talk about the greatness of our lead sponsor, PGA Tour Superstores. 
four locations. One near and dear to Eli's heart down in Arlington. Yes. South Lake. And two in Plano. And they have the brand new limited edition tailor-made Stealth 2 USA Ryder Cup driver. Along with all the uh, Ryder Cup apparel. So if you want to root for the good old stars and stripes and get all outfitted, you can go to any one of those stores. And the driver is five ninety nine ninety nine. Oh, it's beautiful, too. How about that? Very patriotic. Well, got to be patriotic. I think they give you a free bald eagle with every purchase. Really? I think free so. Free one, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> Just perched on your shoulder as you walk out with your new tailor-made USA driver. You could do that. You can get your clubs regripped is what Eli is going to be doing today. By the way, do get your clubs regripped more often than not. It feels like you absolutely have a new club in your hand. Yep. It's the greatest thing ever, and it doesn't cost nearly as much. And they also have uh, tennis apparel. They have pickleball. They have all the range finders. And don't forget, $50 off your first 250 spent if you mention T-Box when you check out. What's easy? How how easy is it to get fifty dollars off just by saying one word? T box. Yeah. All right. So check it out. PGA Tour Superstores, four great locations in the Metroplex, and we like to fondly say, if they don't got it, you don't need it. The Texas Junior Golf Tour, which is down at Southern Oaks uh, this weekend. You can check that out if you have kids between the ages, I believe it's twelve and eighteen, maybe thirteen and eighteen. You can have them sign up and see if they have the chops or desire to play competitive golf. Got to play everything down, all by the rules. And then if you uh, if you progress up, boys and girls, you can maybe get a little scholarship. Yep, it builds character, too. It certainly does. And stokes some the competitive flame within. And the City of Arlington Golf Courses. All right, at uh, 8.50, we'll get into the Ryder Cup. And at 9.10, uh, Eli has a review of a concert he went to this week. I wonder if you noticed something that happened during that. I wouldn't have known. I heard the Hardline review and uh, thought it was kind of interesting. Anyway, we got two leaderboards. We got a Fortnit leaderboard, and that's out in Napa, California. And I was looking to see how our boys that are on the Ryder Cup team, how they're faring leading into what starts in a couple weeks. <clears throat> Sahith Tagala, who missed the Tour Championship by one shot. That would have got him everything. He'd get you in all the majors the following year. He'd get you a lot of exemptions. I like him. I do, too. And I haven't looked at the statistics probably over the last four or five weeks or so, but I uh, believe he is leading the Tour in birdies over the last season. Okay. Not bad. Which means he's making too many bogeys because he's not, right. not winning a lot. But those are the guys you like to watch. He hit a shot yesterday. His he hit a uh, Aaron T shot to the right, and it was right underneath a out of bounds. Okay, and he's trying to figure out what to do. And he was going to try. Could he chip it backwards? Could he chip forwards? It was too dicey, right? And then finally, uh, they came up with the idea that I didn't know this. You can stand out of bounds. Because his, his ball wasn't completely out. It has right. to be completely out of bounds. Mm-hmm. So he, he jumped the fence and punched the ball from the other side. Never seen that. And the, and the commentators go, whoa, I don't think we've ever seen something like that. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, he's leading along with uh, S.H. Kim, who did who actually had a run at the Nelson this year, I believe. I think he shot like a 60, 
something crazy. He's also 12 under. Sangmoon Bay is at 11. Eric Cole has had a really good year. Yeah, he's made himself some bucks, hadn't he? It's Laura Boz kid. Back of the old Ultra Bright commercials, mm-hmm. I think. Um, he's at 10 under. Kelly Kraft, local guy, SMU product, 9 under. Yeah, good to see him playing well. This is uh, been a while. It's been a minute since you've seen him really anywhere on the leaderboard, much less in the top five. The two names I was interested in watching, one was Justin Thomas, who's really not had a great year, definitely by his standards or by most standards. I think everybody was pretty interested in seeing JT play, given that he was a captain selection and, like you said, hasn't really had a great year. Very controversial. Yes, a lot of people would question Zach Johnson adding Justin Thomas to the uh, Ryder Cup team, but seems like maybe he's rounding into form, and, of course, the the – Haters will say that, well, I mean, it's a pretty weak field and all this. But, I mean, 69-67, eight under through two rounds, pretty solid. Yep. And then you also have uh, Max Homa, who's also on the team. He's also at eight under. So they're doing okay. The rest of the leaderboard is there's not much going on, quite honestly. These are the guys that try and get out earlier in the year. This is the last uh, fall season, the the uh, wraparound season. They're not going to do that after this year. So uh, there's not much else going on. Ben Ben Crane made the cut. Did he On now? the number. Boy, it's been a while since I've seen him. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. Other than that, there's not a whole lot going on. But those are the two guys on that Ryder Cup. And then the BMW, uh, BMW PGA Championship is over in uh, Wentworth Club across the pond. And uh, Have you ever hey, played but, golf over there? No, I haven't. Never have either. My kid has. Uh, I have not. Not at Wentworth, just yeah, overseas. Yeah, no, I have not. But I hear it's I hear it's really awesome. Yeah, Ludwig Aberg, he from uh, Tech, Texas Tech. He is leading. He is on the Ryder Cup team, and he is a twelve under par. He is a player, buddy. I'm telling you, he's going to be fun. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll bet. Well, we'll save it for the eight fifty segment for the Ryder Cup. Sure. Uh, you have John Rom. He's also on the team. He's at eleven under. Sim hitting that persimmon driver the other day. Yes, I it's did. Pretty funny. Yes, I did. He was just sending it just so high and yep. right. Yep. Yeah. Imagine. So imagine that we didn't know any better back in the day, right? Persimmon driver, balada ball. I mean, if you didn't hit it right on the screws, it was going anywhere but where you wanted it to. All right. Uh, you have one Victor Hovland. He's on the team. He is at eight under. Shane Lowry's at eight under, and let's see, Tommy Fleetwood's at seven under. It's I'm going down this leaderboard, and I was looking to see what uh, Rory McIlroy was doing because his back had been a little iffy. We're going to hear more from him at 850. He is at uh, two under par. So he says his back's fine. Justin Rose is one under par. And uh, let's see, Sepp Straka's around here somewhere. Anyway, it looks pretty good. Uh as far as the uh, the team shakeout, but this is a tournament that uh, whether it's the the BMW is huge for the DP World Tour, which I don't even know what that is anymore. I mean, it's 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 better than the Corn Ferry, but not by much. Maybe more purses, but that turned that's turned into another feeder system. For yeah, the PGA Tour, right? Yes. Um, but you know, we'll see how it goes, and then uh, next week they're all flying over there. Uh, Zach Johnson decided to uh, try and play. He, he got an early trunk slam, so he'll be heading over to uh, Italy soon, I bet. Very soon. I would think so, yeah. Along with me. Mm-hmm. 
Not at the same time. Think y'all will be on the same flight? Probably not. <laughs> you don't think he's flying coach? Oh, could you imagine? <laughs> now, he's not flying anything but personal jet. Maybe you should shoot him an email and see if you can just tag along. Hey, Zach, need another uh, you know assistant captain? You got like 30 of them. What the heck? Just add one more. See if they'll put you like you know down on the belly of the plane with the, the luggage. So let's see. They're 12 hours ahead, I believe. So if I was going to pop on the weekend of... I'd have to call you back at 9 o'clock at night there, nine ten o'clock. Probably my fourth cup uh, plate of pasta and my third gelato. Yeah, seventh, seventh glass, glass of, of wine. wine. Yeah. That's fine. We can get Could be fun. loaded pasta wine drunk Rick on to yeah, give Connor us official would have, review. Connor would have to get the dump button going ASAP because, yeah. Eating but, all that pasta, you might have to as well. I can't wait. I just can't wait. I mean, the golf is almost secondary. Almost <laughs> secondary. <laughs> Uh, your buddy uh, runs um, Michael Berenberg. He's uh, he runs uh, Lake Arlington. Uh huh. Yeah. He's going to be over there. Nice. Yeah. So I think if you have if you're a PGA member and you you have the time and everything, you get some pretty nice discounts going over there for the Ryder because it is PGA run, PGA of America, not PGA Tour. A lot of people don't know that. All right, let's get to uh, let's get to Rory. Let's get to some Ryder Cup. Uh, Netflix was affected. Uh, Due to the Ryder Cup, we'll tell you what kind of access they did or did not get. As uh, we'll talk about that next, right after this was sponsored by hmm, Pure Swing Golf and the Dallas Golf Expo. Right? That's uh, coming up. Yep. We have a website for that: DallasGolfExpo.com. That's correct. March uh, 15th through the 17th. Twenty twenty-four. Yeah. If you would like to look into uh, getting a booth. I think you should sign up because I think it's going to be very, very crowded. That's what we're hoping for. So check that out. All right, up next, Ryder Cup talk. Uh, Right after we talk about the Jackson T. Stevens Cup. You know about this because you interviewed uh, Warren Stevens, Eli, for our magazine. Good guy. Uh, We're still trying to figure out how to weasel our way into an Elotion invite. Yes. But in the meantime. uh, Yeah, we're working on that. It's going to be October 9th through the 11th. And check out this field, though. It's mostly uh, college players, women's and men. Number one ranked Stanford. Number two, Wake Forest. Number three, A&M. This is on the women's side. Number seven, South Carolina. Number eight, Texas. And then the men's side, you got Florida State, fifth, Stanford, seventh, Arizona, 19th. And uh, it's a great match play. It'll be over Trinity Forest. And it's only like 20 bucks, And that includes parking, which is huge. Yes. And I think you're going to see some guys and women that can just bring it. They're going to probably bring Trinity Force to its knees, and that's not an easy feat. They also, Rick, announced some of their uh, special exemptions this week. Of course, in addition to the teams you just mentioned, they've Mm. also got some players from uh, historically black colleges and universities and some of the service academies. So you'll see some uh, players from Prairie View A&M, from Mm -hmm. Howard, Texas Southern, as well as the United States Naval Academy. Um, and the United States Air Force Academy. So, yeah, all those players were announced this week. You can go to StevensCup.com for uh, for all those exemptions. Yeah, I was I would strongly recommend. I want to go out there because watching these young guns, both men and women, play their play their ball. They're pretty darn good, and they remind me why I didn't pursue it. And that matter. If you've just never seen Trinity Forest before, it's cool. It's a it's a cool layout. It's something you know, and the weather will be decent too. Of course, not yeah. a not a billion degrees. So yeah, so check it out, Stevens Cup. The Stevens Cup or the Stevens Cup? StevensCup.com. StevensCup.com. I think you'll enjoy it. 
Good Saturday morning to you, roughly 8.50-ish on Sports Radio 96.7 and 13.10. The ticket you got the tee box. I'm Rick Arnett. That's Eli Jordan. We're with Avid Golfer Magazine. And Craig Rosengarten is off today. He's on vacation. We have Kern out of your engineering. We have Connor Caldwell back at the station running everything expertly well. And Travis Huddleston with his pipes delivering tickers twice an hour. 9.10. Next segment. Uh, Eli will give his impressions of the Pearl Jam concert he went to. Then at 9.30, uh, a study I came across, what expends more energy? Carrying a bag when you walk during a round of golf or push cart? But first, we have a little Ryder Cup news and updates. Uh, United Ag and Turf, your John Deere dealer here in North Texas, clubs at the Tribute. And Mercedes-Benz of Plano, which is number one in Texas in EQ sales. That's uh, the electric cars. And right now you can get $150 off of select tires if you buy four. So there you go. That's all the T-Box does is save you guys money. Check it out. MB Mercedes-Benz of Plano. All right, a couple weeks, the Ryder Cup will commence. Are you excited? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I... I... We'll be out of town that weekend as well, like you are. You are attending the Ryder Cup. I yeah. will be going on my annual guys' golf trip. Uh, we're going to Hilton Head. And we actually got it postponed from last year because we got hurricaned when we were supposed mm, to go last year I in hate September. That. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, hopefully that doesn't happen again this year. But the only time they could squeeze us in for this year happened to be Ryder Cup weekend. But I think we should still be able to watch a decent amount of it since it is overseas. True. With uh, yeah, so it, it won't be going on while we're on the golf course, which is which is nice. So it should make for a fun weekend. Get to play a little golf and then go watch a little golf afterwards. Awesome. So, yeah, should, way to should do be it. Good. I'm interested to see it because I've heard from media people I know that um, it's the best thing to watch on TV and not so great in person. And because they only have outside of Sunday when they have the 12 singles matches. The rest, there's only two matches going on at a time. Right. Right, or four. And so everything clusters around those holes, and it gets kind of crazy. So we're going to a Wednesday practice round, and then we'll go to the Saturday round. And I think that'll be that'll just about do it. Very cool. Uh, but one uh, change is, you know, Netflix has their full swing golf series. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to play off the Formula One success. Yes, the and dri- I think drive to survive. I think it's been pretty good. Uh, hopefully they'll come up with something. They tweak it a little bit this year, but it's a Ryder Cup year, and they wanted they were asking for full access during the Ryder Cup. And Zach Johnson talked to all twelve players, talked to the PGA of America, and they will not be getting full access. Which I find interesting. Let me ask you this: In your opinion, is Zach Johnson more likely to allow more access if it was? a year where the Ryder Cup was in the States instead of overseas because they haven't won 30 years. on foreign soil in 30 years. You realize last time they won, uh, uh, Ray Floyd, Raymond Floyd was on the team. That's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> you, might as well say, you might as well say Walter Hagen at the same time, right? It's about the same thing. Sorry, so, sorry Ray. <laughs> I feel like he's probably more likely to allow more access if it were here rather than over there because there's a lot of pressure on them to win on foreign soil for the first time in 30 years, and he probably doesn't want distractions around the team as they're trying to focus in and – 
I, I just feel like if it were at Beth Page, which mm-hmm. it is in in two years, if it were at Beth Page, he'd probably would have been more likely to allow them more access. Maybe, and it's a team concept as well, so they're probably talking some s, and they don't want to get that on record. And you know, there's a whole bunch of stuff, they're, right? Right. And so I I'm not faulting him for that. There should be enough intrigue and everything that's going on without having to over dramatize it. I would hope. I hope it's close. I'd like the U.S. to win, but I, I want it close. I don't want it, a blowout, and then Sunday is completely worthless. Would you take it if it were, since you're going on Saturday, Yes. if it were a blowout, mm-hmm. would you take it as long as it was the Americans that were blowing them out? You know, I've gotten to that point, Eli. I want to be entertained all the way through. I, To me, that's first and foremost. That's a dicey question because uh, I think I'd, if it was a choice between Europe winning on the last hole on the last putt versus the Americans closing him out on Saturday, I think I'd take the Euros. Just really? Be, yeah, because I, I just like drama. That's the best part about sports. And it's not going to make or break my life if the if the Americans don't win. It's kind of like, when's the last time you heard of the America's Cup? The, Remember the yacht race? When's the last time that was relevant? Because, what was it, Dennis? What was his name? Anyway, he's, they had won every America's Cup for like, I don't know, 100 years. And then finally, Australia or the Internationals won, and then they became relevant. So part of it to me is, you know, the talk radio, you like a little chaos. Okay, yeah. I mean, I still think that given the fact they haven't won over there in 30 years, give me the it's wrapped up on Saturday blowout versus them losing on the last hole. But I see where you're coming from. You do want excitement down the stretch and maybe have it come down to the last two or three matches. And I'm Out with these you. two guys, which one? You- yeah, so there you go. That was my, my bad. Anyway, um, so I'll be interested. I just want I wanted to be engaged through the entire thing. And the only thing I don't want, the only thing I never want, is for athletic fail. I don't want somebody blowing a three-foot putt on the last hole, and I don't—I I just despise that. Nobody should deserve that. I know it happens. I want somebody to win rather than somebody choking it away. That's yeah. just me. I got you. All right. So uh, one of my favorite uh, follows on Puck is Subpar. So Colt Nost is on there. Yes. And uh, so he had Rory on this week or last week, and they were asking him about um, – would he rather have the format where the President's Cup, were, where when you're picking out your teams, your lineups each day? President's Cup, I'll do it. They go back and forth. And so you pick your, your first out, then your opponent gets to pick. And then, whereas the Ryder Cup is completely blind, you're, gonna, you're trying to outthink the other side because you're not quite sure what their strategy is and you're trying to match certain things and still have a horse at the end in case you need them. Um, and Rory said, no, I don't like the president's cup is too contrived i like the strategy which i thought was interesting from a media standpoint i could see why the president's cup would be better but they asked him um where is that son of a gun oh it's right here they asked him uh has have there ever been have there ever been (laughs) just kill me (laughs) I, i try and turn off all my volume right and then i get then i get a text okay so they asked him, um, and I lost my train of thought. Holy crap. <laughs> well, see you on Friday. Going it, great. Could, it could be just uh, 
So, so they asked him, do, has any of the players actually been told in advance who their opponent might be? Right. Okay. This was his reply. Okay. Hey, again, I'm just, I'm just a player. I'm just a player. I did hear <laughs> yeah. that back in 2016, the you and Patrick Reed match was kind of set up a little bit. Confirm or deny? Uh, they look. They might have known when I was going out, but um, not not necessarily. I think at that point everyone knew I was going out one, so it was more just whoever was going to go out. You know, who whoever wanted to play play me on that side. So I wouldn't say it was set up, but I think it's pretty. I don't think I've ever played outside of the top three in the order, so it's pretty. I tried to do it with Tiger in twenty twelve. I told him. I said, "I'm going out three. That's interesting. Like, go out three. Like, I, I wanted, I wanted Tiger. Like, go out three. And uh, he, they ended up hiding him at the at the back of the pack. But, you. Um, I, I, yeah. Oh, I don't. That would be interesting. Yeah, they did take, put Tiger in backpack, and that's one of the things I don't like about it. So then they asked him <clears throat> because he played in a Walker Cup and and all these. Uh, Rory did. So they asked him, was there ever a player that he would have loved to punch out based upon the opponent? Okay. Let's, uh, Out of these two guys, which one you wanted to punch in the face more? Okay. okay. 2016 singles match Patrick Reed, 2007 Walker Cup Billy Horschel. Billy Horschel. I'm not saying something. Yeah. I'm not saying something. Billy Horschel back then. Oh, I absolutely despised him. And we've actually become really close since, which is which is great. But Billy in that 07, I think as well, it was like we were all probably obnoxious at the time. But I think because I was at home as well, and I he was like pretty rude to the crowd at times too. And it was like, they're my people. And it's like, I'm, you know, I'm going to beat his but um, we actually have forged a really good friendship since, and um, Billy, Billy's a good dude. I like him a lot. So they asked uh, Horschel about that comment, and he looks back and he goes, you know what? I'd have punched me out too. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny that he didn't take much time to respond either. He's, oh, yeah, Horschel, and that's saying something. Because I mean, that match against Patrick Reed might have been one of the best Ryder Cup matches I ever saw. I agree. Yeah. God, it was fun. Yes, it was. It's just and they were literally golf punching each other on almost every hole, mm-hmm. going back and forth. And it's still it's it's refreshing and also a little weird to me that like somebody like Rory won't wear a hat typically in Ryder Cup play because you don't have to. There's no logos or anything he has to spiff. And I always, like I said, it's, it's different. Kind of like it, but I'm hoping again just for something that's newsworthy, a little bit of drama. And it comes down to something controversial, but nobody blows it. Yeah, and, you know, the novelty of it only being every two years also, you know, adds a little bit to it because you know that you're going to watch golf for these three days and then you won't see that competition again for two more years. So, yeah, I mean, it's... And it'll be a Beth Page Black yeah. in two years, mm-hmm. which, again, that would have been Phil's dream card to be a captain of that team. Yes. And now it looks like it might be Tiger. But... And at some point... Probably see a Ryder Cup up in Frisco. Hmm. 2027? I think it's a little further out than that. Or 35. 27 is the PGA Championship. Yes. The the real one. Yes. Hello, Frisco. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. 
So yeah, but yeah, probably have a little Ryder Cup action um, up, up uh, north of Dallas. So I here just have to stick long. around a few more years. Yeah, want, just a couple more. I want to be able to see that. All right, nine oh six on the little ticket. Got the tee box, and uh, that was brought to you by some wheels off sounds coming out of my computer, and uh, also the Park Place dealers. Uh, in the Metroplex, and I just reviewed the new Acura TLX Type S. It's their new sports sedan. And I like to say that uh, Acura has made a nice comeback on the sports sedans. One of my favorite cars back in the aughts, and that TLX is something special. So you should go check it out at Park Place Acura. All right, up next, Eli has a review of a big band next. be fun mixing with the new show. 10 to noon, the tail, college tailgate yes. extravaganza. They were part of an e-break on Friday mm-hmm, mm-hmm, or yesterday. Mm-hmm. We didn't win, but part of it. Uh, this is the T-Box. That's Eli Jordan. I'm Rick Arnett. We have Kern out of your engineering. Connor Caldwell doing uh, everything back there, punching every button expertly, and then Travis Huddleston showing off his pipes twice an hour with tickers. 9.30. What's uh, tougher, carrying your golf bag or using a push cart? I was surprised. The weather looks glorious. Today might be the only day of rain, although the whole Metroplex could use some more. Courses are still dried out. 88 today, and then it's not going to get above allegedly 94 next week. And then the following week, it's going to dip into the 80s. Good, good. That's That's what we're talking about. All right, on Wednesday, one of us went to a concert. And it wasn't me. And you saw the legendary Pearl Jam. Well, I guess doesn't stop in uh, in Texas much. Not much. I think the. I actually, this is the second time I've seen him. Saw them in American Airlines Center the last time they came through, which I think was like probably ten years ago. It was maybe twenty thirteen ish. Well, the music behind this, Connor. It's it's been a while. I'll put it that way. So, how uh, much were the seats? Actually, not bad. So the way Pearl Jam works, you know that they've had some static with Ticketmaster over the years. Yeah, they have. And they want the tickets to be relatively affordable for those that want to go see them. And I was in Section 122, which is good. lower. This was at Dickie's, by the way, okay. over in Fort Worth, mm-hmm. which is an awesome venue to a see a thousand percent better than the AT&T. Oh, Jerry yeah, World. sure. It's, Jerry World's got the worst sound. No question. It also holds, you know, 90,000 people. Take so. the money. Right. But Dickie's probably, I would guess, is probably around 14-ish. It's loud enough. It's Yeah, it's it's big enough but small enough to where you feel like it's still relatively intimate. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had pretty decent seats. They were kind of on the side, not super close, and not close enough to where your ears are getting destroyed. Um but I think I paid about two hundred apiece for the tickets. I okay. think. Well, of course, you know, reasonable. Yeah, right. Um, some of the lower, you know, kind of floor seats were four or five hundred bucks a pop, mm-hmm. which I guess in today's market is not bad. The great thing about what Pearl Jam does is they make the tickets non-transferable, which means people can't Scalpers. go on there and buy them and then Flip crank it. right crank the price up and drop them on whatever mm-hmm. um, secondary market site and make hundreds of dollars off them easily yeah uh, good for them now that does bring about uh, a, a little bit of a pain if you're trying to 
buy tickets and then maybe give them to one of your buddies or if one of your buddies says, hey, I'll buy two of the tickets yeah, from you. that's a little problematic. Because you can't send them the tickets, so they've either got to, like, meet you at the door or you've got to give them your credentials to your Ticketmaster account so they can log in and drop the tickets into their uh, Apple Wallet. Better trust. Better trust your friends. That's true. Right. But anyway, uh, you know, uh, went and met some some friends across the street at a place called Taco Heads down there. We actually did a review on them mm-hmm. one time in the magazine years ago mm-hmm. and uh, had, you know, a couple cocktails and went and stood in the merchandise line and bought my, you know, poster and did all that kind of stuff. T-shirt? And, uh, didn't get, I'm not a big T-shirt guy. Really? No, no T-shirt. I, I they just wear out too fast. And a Pearl Jam golf hat. <laughs> they did. I don't think they. They probably did have some hats. I didn't. Uh, I did not buy a hat. I just, I just got a poster. Gotcha. Because I poster. Well, they have has posters anymore. It's funny you mentioned that. So we were in line for the for the merch uh, yep. trailer, and the way they do this is they actually will open a merchandise trailer in one of the parking lots of whatever venue they're playing, like at noon the day of the show. Okay. And so there are people that will line up at eight or nine o'clock in the morning for the noon opening because they want to make sure that they get one of these event posters. Okay. Because they can be valuable and they're very collectible. Okay. So. Always follow the money. There was a gentleman in line behind us uh, as we were waiting, my friend Justin and I. We walked across and decided, you know, let's go ahead and get this out of the way and then we can put the stuff in the car and not have to lug it around for the whole show. Yep. And as we're in line, uh, guy behind us, I noticed he's got a patch on his shirt and it's like a real kind of thick sticker and it says all access vip pearl jam and it had the date of the show on it so we kind of started talking to him we're like dude you know uh how'd you get the all access and he goes well i you know i kind of know the band we're like oh all right well that's pretty cool you know well he said you know we're not like super super close but like i've gotten enough gotten to know him over the years to where whenever i travel with them they'll give me vip access and i said oh yeah how many how many shows have you been to? And he said, this is my 152nd Pearl Jam show. That's wow. more than Corby. I thought Corby won that. 152. Wow. No way! And so he was waiting in line to get his event poster, which it kind of struck me as odd that if he knows the band well enough and he's been to 152 shows and he's VIP, could he not just ask them, like, hey, man, can you get me one of the posters for every event? I got it. Yeah, but he's waiting in line, schlepping it like the rest of us. Which Good was, for them. Oh Good yeah, for him. right. Which is which is kind of cool. But he, he told us that he had a event poster from every single show they've ever done. Whoa! He said he's got hundreds of them. Are they in mint condition? Yeah, he's got them in either framed. He, the ones that he really likes, he's got them framed, and uh-huh. then he's got a bunch of them in file folders. Like you know, they've got the big yeah yeah the big folders that you can slide them into, mm-hmm. and then he's got them all stored by date, by year, wow. by. And I asked him, I said, man, I was like, what do you think your, co- your collections were? Sure. And he said, well, you know, it just kind of depends, but um, I would guess it's probably worth something like one hundred and fifty to 200000 for Pearl Jam posters. So, How old's this guy? He was, I would guess he was probably around maybe 50. He was maybe a little older than me. He started young. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. And I'm assuming that, you know, once he became kind of chummy with the band, maybe they got him some of the posters from before he was old enough to, like, go to their shows, like uh-huh. some of their first few few shows. But this this guy had been on every uh, stop of this current tour. Wow. What was the mix of uh, attendance, men and women? I'm always curious when I see a I mean, show what... I- I would. It, it was probably pretty close to fifty-fifty because okay. at this point, the demographic I would say was 
between probably 37 and 51-ish would be probably the the butter zone there. People that were either in like middle school to college in the early 90s. And I heard their playlist was like the filet of the 90s hits. So it was. That's awesome. to, To begin with, we were worried the show was going to get canceled because they actually canceled their show that was supposed to be in Indianapolis mm-hmm. on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. And so because of an illness. Oh, they weren't crying. they weren't specific. Almost two of them. So they weren't specific, but they said, you know, unfortunately we've got to cancel our show in Indian, so I sent a, a screen cap of that from their Instagram post and I sent it to my buddy. I'm like, "Oh man, surely they're not going to pull the rug out from under us on Wednesday." Right. And I'm like, well, they got basically three days to recover and get it figured out. And so when the show starts, uh, the band walks out, and it's totally dark on the stage, minus a few, you know, kind of mm-hmm. backlights that are, you know, really dim. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty apparent right off the bat that they're sitting for the first song. Vetter walks out, and he kind of sits down, like, kind of on a bar stool, and, you know, some of the other band members are sitting and whatnot, and... So they start playing and play a couple of songs, and then, you know, the lights kind of come up, and Eddie Vedder says, which is the lead singer, Mm -hmm. and he says, well, I want, you know, everybody to know that you're going to have to kind of bear with us tonight. As you know, we canceled our show in Indianapolis on Sunday, and we kind of had two choices for tonight. It was either we cancel on you guys, or we're going to have to do something a little different than we normally do. Mm Mm-hmm. And after he says that, everybody's kind of looking around like, all right, you know, what's what's going to happen here? <laughs> Three songs, see you later. <laughs> and and they also had uh, a fill-in drummer, um, Matt Cameron, their normal drummer, was... Uh, John Klinghoffer. Yes. I looked up. And by the way, that's the third time he's filled in for him since 22. Yes. And so Cameron had the COVID. Mm-hmm. Coming back, so, sadly. Right. And yep. so Klinghoffer filled in for him. And I think Klinghoffer was a guitarist for Red Hot Chili Peppers at one point. He was. Um, but it's amazing he could just fill in. And I heard they did some, like, 27 songs. They and, did. And he, he said he only messed up on one. He had, like, one mistake. And, and I didn't notice it. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think, you know, other than the, the guy that's been to 152 yeah. shows, he might have noticed sure. it, but I certainly didn't. That's still amazing. But the first couple of songs, it was it was kind of slower-type songs, and you kind of think, okay, well, maybe they're just kind of kind of keep it, I don't want to say low energy, but, like, you know, not just full-throttle, melt-your-face, rock band. They're pacing themselves. A little more kind of acoustic-based or slower songs or not quite as much moving around on the stage. Mm-hmm. And so I turned to my buddy, Jay, that was with me, and I said, this well... sucks. <laughs> no, I said, you know what? Honestly, like, this could end up being pretty cool. You know, we, we might see something that not a lot of other people will ever get to see. Right. A show that's kind of a little more mellow, but it still could end up being really, really neat. Sure. You know? And so probably four or five songs go by, and finally Vetter kind of gets up. And, man, for the next almost two hours, mm-hmm. I mean, it was wow. just, hours, huh? I mean, pedal on the floor, full throttle. I mean, just unbelievably good show. Wow. That's awesome. It, I mean, it was great. And they played 27 songs, 155 minutes, which was the longest uh, show of the tour so far. I'm not sure what they went last night, but um, he's he's not old. He's 58, Eddie Vedder. 
I mean, not hor- that's not horrible, but I mean, it's getting up there for if you've got the flu. It's not the stones. It's not. It's not he's Mick. not eighty. It's eighty. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But I mean, but you know, if you're if you're getting towards sixty and you've been on the sick for a couple yes. of days and yep. you've just got kind of the bubble guts and you're mm-hmm. clearing your throat all the time and you're sweating, <laughs> you're just sweating and you just don't feel well. Sense of appetite. It's hard to get out there and and shred for almost three hours. Sure. <laughs> and um, I gotta say, man, I've been to a lot of concerts and. This one is probably, if it's not number one, it's one or two. Wow. It was that good. And they played. Right behind ABBA? Yes, yes. <laughs> right behind <laughs> ABBA was, yeah, number one. No, I went to a Jack White show at Red Rocks in Colorado gotcha. one time, which was really, really cool. Uh-huh. But this is right up there. And it, uh, I enjoyed them the first time they came through at American Airlines. This was ten times better. Hmm. That's how good it was. I mean, it, people were walking out of there. And I, I ran into... Oh, I don't know, probably a dozen people that I knew that were there, either mm-hmm. friends from high school or, you know, just, just other people walking through the concourse that I know. I ran into a guy that's in my fantasy football league and <laughs> was talking to him for a minute and and people were texting me throughout, you know, throughout the show and I mean it was just like just the text messages were like, Holy F, wow. this is unreal. That's awesome. And so you go to these message boards or their Facebook page and mm-hmm. they post their set list afterwards, you know, the handwritten set list that that uh, Eddie writes down before before the show, and people are commenting on it on these Facebook pages. And, I mean, every comment was like, man, that's the best set in five years, or certainly the best set of this tour. Man, I can't believe y'all. It was so awesome. Good for you. I mean, even you the people. You don't go to many, yeah. Right, like right. The, the people that are like the turbo dorks that just follow them around everywhere, and, like, they've seen every Pearl Jam show for 25 years. Even those people were like, man, that show was awesome. So I feel like. the lottery. Yes, I mean, sort of, especially after, like, the way it started where you're like, okay, like, you know, I'm I'm glad they didn't cancel, but we may not be getting the full experience here to, holy crap, we got the full experience and then some. And the Encore, I uh, I had taken a, a lift out to Fort Worth because mm-hmm. I didn't really want to deal with parking and all that. You want to get your drink on. Yeah, and, you know, I wanted to have a couple cocktails and not worry about driving and all that, and so I, I took a lift out there and... uh Right when they came back on stage for the encore, I pulled my phone out. I was like, maybe I'll just go ahead and order my lift now because mm-hmm. they'll probably play for 15 more minutes sure. or so. And, songs, yeah, and songs. by the time I, you know, they're done, I'll walk out front. And my lift will probably be there waiting for me, and I won't get hammered with the surge pricing when everybody <sighs> orders it all at once. Well, that's bad. And I'm glad I didn't because they came back out for their their encore and they played for 45 more minutes. Whoa! <laughs> I mean, I was expecting I was expecting two, maybe three songs. I think they played six songs in their encore. Wow! Wow! That's and good stuff. It was good, man. It was. It and was I heard every really song cool. was was the hits of the hits. Yes, right. Uh, th- there were maybe. Like two that I wasn't super familiar with. There was one from Lightning Bolt called Mind Your Manners, which I had heard but didn't really know really well. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because that's, that song started and you see people start filing up the the aisles, you know, to go for a little tinkle break or to sure. go, go get their uh, refill on their refreshments. And uh, as they're walking up, I kind of nudged my buddy, and I was like, yep, yeah, bathroom break, huh? And I said, yeah, I enjoy listening to Evenflow while you're at the urinal. <laughs> and sure enough, the next song they oh, played no was <laughs> Evenflow. <laughs> and I could just, you could just hear the people just collectively trying to shake it off really fast and get it zipped up so no they could pun, get no back. No pun intended, yeah. <laughs> okay, so, so well, I'm glad you had a great time. Yeah, Because it, it, it could go anyway, especially when they play multiple dates. Yes. And they're not trying to duplicate the set lists. Right. You don't know if you're going to be on the front end, of the good end, or the bad on that so that's good that's uh that's worthy care to guess everybody 
again, this is all relative, and, and may, it's a major estimate. How much do you think Eddie Vedder is worth? Ooh, good question. I'm going to say he's probably worth $400 million. I say $12 million. $12 million? Uh, Connor, do you even know who Eddie Vedder is? $50 million. 50. Travis? I'll roll with Connor if that's right. $50 million. 100 mil. Man. Really? Seems light to me. I overshot it a little bit. Seems more than I thought. Yeah, and I guess I guess what they have know. to sh- they have to share I, all that revenue yeah, yes, they do. with the rest of the band. The band is so so large that yeah they they split it up. By the way, Mike McCready, the bleed guitarist, was mm-hmm. fire the other night. That's what I heard. Because Vetter was you know still kind of struggling a little bit with his voice. You know you could tell, and he would periodically kind of just let Mike McCready go on like a three minute just you know shred session yep. uh-huh. and he would wander off stage and you could tell he was going back there to drink some like Take some nyquil yeah or honey with <laughs> you know tea like hot tea with honey in it or whatever just yeah, trying maybe. to keep his voice from just completely going on him but man mccready was the mvp for sure i mean he had several he played an entire song the car, guitar behind his head you know which yep. it was something it was something else you i can't uh, do that. I am extremely glad that I was able to go because, you know, by the time Pearl Jam rolls back through DFW, I mean, I'll probably be 50-some-odd years old and probably not real interested in mm-hmm. rock concert anymore. And No, you won. And they'll also be, you know, and they're close to 70, and who knows how long they're, you know, how long they're going to tour, and, you know, you just never know what's kind of around the corner. No we, could all, we could all be gone tomorrow, so. Good stuff. Yep. I'm glad it all worked out. It was great. All right, 928. On the little ticket. T-Box. One more segment, then we'll mix with our brand new college football tailgate show. And that was brought to you by your Park Place dealers. Again, the accurate TLX yeah. Type S. Check it out at uh, Park Place Accurate up in Plano. All right, up next, what's tougher, carrying a golf bag or pushing one? We'll talk about that right after. Talk about the greatness of... Pure Swing Golf. PureSwingGolf.com. Anthony Broussard and his lovely team over there. They will take you, they will assess you, and they will ask you, do you how serious are you about your game? Do you just want to get a little bit better? Do you want to play vanity golf? Do you actually want to improve your score? Do you want to get longer, more accurate? And like if somebody my age, you're probably not going to make some whole not going to make many wholesale changes. But because too much muscle memory is embedded in our brain or lack of it, and uh, but they'll tweak you. And they were able to show me how to hit a draw with a driver. Almost impossible in my day. And so they have three wonderful golf simulators. You've been out there. I have. And uh, and he will help you out. And what I like about him, he's very motivational, very upbeat, and you get to see all the data that's up there. It's not just guesswork. And then uh, they'll tweak you. Yeah. Right? And it's And it's pretty gratifying. And I would say you need more than one lesson. I would say get a package. It's worth it because you're investing in yourself. Absolutely. And he's got the skins on the wall, too. You know, won the Texas State Open. And yeah, he so did. when you go see Anthony, you know that you're you're getting instruction from a guy that has played at one of the higher levels you can play at. You know he's a real stick. He didn't just, you know, grind his way through shooting 83-83 and get his PAT and, you know, hasn't been teaching for all that long. And mm-hmm. you're finding, a, you know, you've got a guy that really, really knows the ins and outs of the golf swing. And all the technology they utilize, they're going to get it turned around or they're going to take you to the next level. Whatever you want to do, if you're just starting out or if you're looking to win your club championship, mm-hmm. he'll know exactly what to do with you. And there's no better feeling, even if you went to a, the recent Pearl Jam concert, 
where you have that aha moment where everything just works and you know exactly what you did and you're, you're like, wow, I actually can hit that shot. It's pretty euphoric. So yes. check it out. Pure Swing Golf. PureSwingGolf.com when you're serious about your game. If you've been a vendor at the old Dallas Golf Shows here in Dallas, we have taken that over. March 15th through the 17th, go to DallasGolfExpo.com. Do some investigating, see how the layout is. I think it's going to be worth your while. We have some good stuff planned. And a really good feature speaker. Really good. Check it out, DallasGolfExpo.com. I will mix with the college boys. In a bit. Uh, this is brought to you by Crest Cars, CrestCars.com, Volvo, Infinity, and Cadillac. I know a bunch of people that have bought cars from all three dealers. How about that? Mm-hmm. Good stuff, great service. It's all good up at CrestCars.com in Frisco. All right, so Eli plays. I think you and Craig, well, you and Craig definitely play more golf than I do. I think it would be a, a dead heat how much who plays the most between you and he. You and him. Probably. Think? All right. How often do you walk versus ride or? Uh, I would guess I walk. I very rarely walk 18 holes unless it's some sort of, you know, walking only golf course, which there are not many of those around here. But there are escalators like they do at the airport. They do not have the people movers. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be great, though. That would be great. Um, I, but I will, you know, uh, I live very, very close to Lake Arlington, mm-hmm. which uh, got hit with a pretty good thunderstorm the other yeah. night, and they're trying to get uh, cle- uh, trees cleaned up from over there. They're in so. intensive care right now. Yes, yes, but I'm sure they'll be back open yep. probably here in the next week or so. But okay. uh, I will go and I'll walk nine holes at, at Lake Arlington eh, at least a handful of times a year. I mean, okay. usually not when it's blazing hot. I rarely walk 18, but I would say I might walk 18 holes twice a year maybe um and if i'm doing that i usually have four caddy uh, or caddy that will carry bag for you which is which is always nice boy when i see those guys when they're carrying two bags yeah boy do i feel for them absolutely and twice the money i've played a handful of rounds where the caddy will have a cart and then you put your bags on the cart Mm-hmm. And they will tear off in the cart, and then by the time you get there, they've already kind of got. Hey, here's your yardage. Here, you know, front, back. You know, like Champions Tour. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, but I don't walk a lot, and and I will say that when I do walk, I do am, I do utilize the push cart. I am a member of the hashtag push cart mafia. Okay. I uh, I got a push cart about mm, three years ago. And if I'm going to go walk, I'm I'm going to use it. It's really nice. It's got a little brake on it, and mm-hmm. you know, it's not. It's really lightweight. It folds up into a little compact. Got a place to put your drinks. Yes, got a got a little cup holder. It's even got a little cell phone holder where nice. you kind of set your cell phone in there. And if you want to play some music or whatnot, it's it's actually a really really nice push cart. So I found when I use a push cart, I find it when you're especially when you're going uphill, mm-hmm. it's as tough as carrying a bag. Um. Except it doesn't weigh on your shoulders. That's that's the the difference maker for me. And, and the way they make these carry bags now, double strap. Yeah, the, the double strap. And then if you know 
me in particular, if I am going to carry my bag, and and usually if I'm doing that, I'm I'm walking nine at Lake Arlington, which is a relatively flat front nine, mm-hmm. and I know basically every shot I'm probably going to need to hit out there, and so I can take like three clubs out of my bag, and I know I'm probably not going to need more than three golf balls at worst. Yep. To play the front nine out there, so I just empty I empty a lot of stuff out of my bag. So if I'm carrying it, it's not going to be as heavy. It's amazing how much crap you have in there that you've accumulated over time. Also amazing how right, and, and also amazing how heavy golf balls are. Heck yeah! You take if you have a dozen golf balls in your bag and you carry it for nine holes versus two or three golf balls in your bag, it makes a huge difference. Oh my gosh! Yeah, when you start pulling stuff out, it's like a woman's handbag. Yes, I mean, there's just crap everywhere, right? So. I like carrying, and I'll but I'll do even one. I'll go one extra step. If I'm carrying that day, and I this is how I started off playing golf, and I only had an odd number of clubs because mm-hmm. the starter set. So I'll take, I'll change up. I'll take, I'll just keep only odd number of clubs in my bag or even. And I I like it because you get to adjust, you get to be a little more creative. Sure. And boy, take out half your clubs and almost all the golf balls that you accumulate over time. It's really like one of those little tiny bags little sunday bag oh yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. and i don't mind that at all and and the double strap helps immensely yes because otherwise you're you're weighing down one side yep and you start looking like ichabod crane or something so they did a study who's they uh let's see it's the professor of human physiology at liverpool all right i'll trust him if you were saying they like as in you know the proverbial day, yeah, the quote-unquote day. Craig and Kern did a study. <laughs> I wouldn't probably lend as much weight to it as why not physiology guy. I mean, because Eli speaks the truth. <laughs> okay, so um, what would you say expended more energy? Carrying a bag, using an electric cart, so it's it's a self controlled yeah and okay they, they make the ones that either have the remote control where you can guide it or they have some that you clip the little pager looking thing onto your belt and it just follows you right or a push cart uh, I would guess that the self-driven caddy that follows you around or you can guide with the remote probably expends the least amount you'd be correct but not by much believe okay. it or not but second uh, I mean, I would have to guess that the the push cart's probably the second easiest, and carrying your bag would probably be the most difficult. Wrong. Uh, it's, carrying a bag is 688 calories per 18 holes. Okay. A electric caddy cart is 663, and if you push a cart, it's 756, which I find interesting. I wouldn't have guessed that either. I would have guessed it your way. But I know when I play hilly golf courses that I'm using a push cart, I mean, it's you're using both. It's like it's like having a lawnmower that's not self-propelled. Yes. And you're going up a hill. Man, it grinds you. Yeah, it's kind of like the you know blocking sled. If you're yes, in football, it's a golf blocking sled. But I I prefer walking uh, mostly because the pace of play is better. Yeah, I think because what happens when you're in a cart, you got to go to your ball, ball and their ball, ball. And you're just playing ping pong back and forth. And Especially forbid, if you have a bad golf cart driver that just immediately zeroes in on his ball yep. and drives 30 yards past yours. Or you're not playing cart golf where you're <laughs> right. spraying in opposite directions. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But, yeah, walking to me is, is great. I remember, I mean, myself, Craig, Art Selinger, Robert Rodriguez, who is a predecessor of yours, our editor, we did 72 holes in one day at Royal Oaks for charity. 
It was 100 degrees that day. And my rounds actually got better the more I played, but I hit like one, two, three clubs extra. Right. And uh, it wasn't so bad. And the only thing that was bad was when I got back in the car and I put on the air conditioning. Because mm-hmm. then my back kind of seized up. But... Immediately vapor locked, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I guess it's going to be interesting. Marcus Simone is the uh, course in Italy that's going to have the Ryder Cup. Very hilly. So what's going to be interesting to see which players can hoof it through four rounds. Mm-hmm. You know, normally, if you got a horse going, they might go five. Yeah. Right? But with this these type of hills, playing 36 in one day might be a chore. Well, and, and I that was part of my – They never talk about the caddies. Hypothesis <laughs> as to why maybe Zach Johnson took Sam Burns and Justin Thomas versus someone – maybe a little bit older Lucas like Lucas Glover yeah. that you know maybe isn't quite as in good a shape and a little bit older Spry, and, yes and uh you know hiking those hills may take more of a you know recovery isn't as quick mm-hmm. so I, I think that may have a little something to do why he was left off that roster you know what not a bad theory because otherwise I thought Lucas Glover kind of yeah. earned it yeah. Anyway, so there you go. A little food for thought. But, yeah, I was amazed that there wasn't much difference. Less than 100 uh, calories over 18 holes between uh, uh, carrying and uh, and using push cart. Yeah, push cart I do feel like takes a lot of the strain off my back and shoulders. Though, Absolutely. Over the course of 18 holes. Like, it may not be a big difference as far as burning calories, but I'm not near as sore using the push cart. You know what the other thing is, too? It's picking up the bag each time. Yeah. After you hit. Mm-hmm. And then you have to sling it over. And Yeah. I get it. I totally get it. All right. 945 on the ticket. Some uh, news for you guys to use. Uh, up next, we are going to mix with the brand new show. Well, it'll be in their second week. That would be the college football tailgate show. And we'll maybe revisit yesterday's e-break on the ticket. All right. Another tea box in the books. I've never gone back to even estimate how many tea boxes there have been 29 years say over 10 lots lots <laughs> just over 10 <laughs> i say close to 100 i'll take the over 100 oh, but you- <laughs> guys suck all right um thanks to pga tour superstores our proud lead sponsor don't forget 50 off 250 if uh you go to the store you buy some maybe some rider cup gear maybe you get that new stealth driver that has the Ryder Cup uh, design on it and all that good stuff. Check it out, PGA Tour Superstores. Just kind of mention T-Box when you check out. Get 50 off 250 uh, Let's see. Don't forget the Dallas Golf Expo, dallasgolfexpo.com. If you're interested in having a booth, I think you would uh, very much enjoy it. It's going to be at Market Center on Dallas March Market Hall, yes. 15th through the 17th. Yes. We are running it now, so hopefully it'll be good. And uh, golf moves. We have Cowboys up there, Cowboys Golf Club. Save over 100 bucks, then Grand Oaks and crush it. And uh, well, I bet Cowboys is looking cherry oh right now goodness. after the little bit of rain we've gotten. Can you imagine? Great. And that's a VIP, too. You get all the food and drink. Mm-hmm. As you, as huge. That's as a like fantastic to, deal. As they like to say, yeah. Uh, next week I'll be off. I'm heading over to Italy. And, uh, and I'll be back in two weeks, meaning be craig and eli and then craig and a mystery guest because eli will be gone too it'll be me maybe maybe craig should do a solo show oh boy what do you think wouldn't that be a treat for the p1 <laughs> <laughs> i've done it once i didn't like it I didn't uh like it. it's yeah it's tough 
to do the the solo. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of it. Uh, big thanks to Kern out of your engineering, Meh. as always. Uh, back at the station when Connor Caldwell. Thank you. You are you are doing well, my friend. Both of you, you and Travis Huddleston, could be the new uh, A team on the on the T box. Not saying a whole lot, but it's better than nothing. You're you're our number one choices. How about that? Facts. I mean, offense taken, but okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Damn. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the A team on our show. Oh, our show's okay. a low bar. Got you. Notice I didn't say nothing. That, that was self-deprecating, <laughs> gentlemen. Look it up. Uh, okay. Without further ado, uh, how do we want to do this, Connor? Because the way I introduced our new college football tailgate show last week <clears throat> earned uh, me an e-break. Do you want to just go ahead and play it, yeah, and that'll be our that. way of introducing him? All right, without further ado, we bring on a brand new show. We have the honor of introducing them. It would be one Kevin Landry, near and dear to our heart. Traitor. Jacob Dedimore, almost near and dear to our heart. Sort of near and dear. And a newcomer, Zach Gilbert. <laughs> no. Close. No. Zach Gilbert. Zach Gilbert. He run, oh, Zach Gilbert. Auto dealer, buddy. I was the landing until that. Oh, oh, that's, that's, an auto, that's an auto buddy, I know. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Zach Barnett. Zach wow. Barnett. He's Gilbert I now. Know. What can I say? <laughs> Sorry, Zach. You know, the irony here, Rick, is that our last names are almost identical. Like, we probably have a common ancestor if you go back a thousand years what's interesting about that is as i was driving home from the show and they were saying you know what's the the son of the uh, the ranger uh, announcer and i said no it's not his name's raymond <laughs> so what the hell <laughs> everybody's screwing me up so so rick his name is what Zach Barnett. Yeah. Thank you. Rick. <laughs> thank you, thank you craig yeah. i don't know how that's spelled the way he says it <laughs> Okay. I mean, you can say that about a lot of things that he God, says. God, I'm gone for one week, and this thing just takes a dump, doesn't it? <laughs> it certainly does. Just over everything. We're not. We ha- we're still not housebroken. The, the beauty matter. of that e-break, though, is ex- you said it exactly right. You were nailing it, and then the very last thing you said it ruined all of it. But it was Zach great. Gilbert. All right, Rick, <sighs> Rick and Eli, I have a uh, topic for you because okay. um, I saw something on the football field that I've never seen before, and I'm a uh, conversationally bringing it up this week somebody to, hitting uh, a lob wedge uh so i'm uh, how often do you guys on the golf course see something that you've never seen before hmm. uh, it happens more than you would think yeah if you're paying attention i mean but yeah i mean there there are there are a lot of rounds that are just kind of the same you know but you see a lot of different Wow, I've never seen a ball do that before. I've never seen that lie before. I've you know never seen a guy take nineteen practice swings. I was playing a couple of months back, for example, and I uh, hit like a punch shot out from under the tree and hit a squirrel. <laughs> I've never seen that before. <laughs> was Peta was, was Peta protesting you the next day? No, or? no. I mean, it, like it was totally. I mean, it, it honestly was the squirrel's fault. It ran directly. Of course, it was. Ball, <laughs> Just like it was the bird's fault. With I Randy wasn't Johnson. aiming at it. <laughs> yeah, the Randy Johnson pitch. Yeah, exactly. It, it was very much like that. Anyway, one less squirrel won't kill us. Well, oh, uh, he, he lived. I mean, it just oh. it hit him in the ass, and he just spun like a top, and then ran into the woods. <laughs> but so I think he made it. Got a Strix on Anima? Yep. Okay. Well, on um, I saw something on a football field this week that I've never seen before. Uh, my daughter uh, cheers for a middle school team, so we were at an eighth grade game. And, oh, you'll get a lot of this in middle yeah, school football. So, uh, team drops back to punt, and this punt was not. 
touched by the returning team in either way. It was not blocked. It was not returned. And after the punt, the offense took over with a first and goal. It went backwards. It uh, the punt went over this. The snap went over the punter's head. Poor kid picks it up, punts it from his own end zone, and it lands at the eleven and <laughs> kicks backward. It might have gone into the end zone, but <laughs> the punting team stopped it. And so the the offense took over after the punt with a first and goal at the nine, mm. and did not score. And they lost that game eight nothing. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm telling you, pee wee football, early yeah. early school football. It's a little wheels. If you're a coach for those. That level, it's it's. Oh, I mean, even even you know, unless you get to real big time kind of high school football, I mean, you can still see some pretty interesting things. Just busted plays that just look like, okay, who designed this nonsense? <laughs> I, I've seen some pretty unique things happen on a high school football field. Yeah, there's no doubt. In and, college as well. Yeah, college. No, most most definitely. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Most definitely. So, how was your first show? What'd you think? What kind of grade? give yourselves um, a plus plus yes absolutely i think wow. it went really well i, I give myself an f. You. I, I give myself an f i was horrible but no. so zero room for improvement <laughs> yeah <you said>. <laughs> exactly <laughs> i thought we did pretty well i thought it thought it went pretty good for the first of us it helped that we had a lot of good matchups last week so yeah, there was a whole week. lot to talk about well you know yeah, this week's football. pretty the, the cupboard's pretty bare it's uh yeah. There are games happening uh, this week. <laughs> Not a lot of really good ones, but uh, you know we're going to get into that today. There, there are some games worth paying attention to. We'll put it all right. That so, way. give the uh, give the the T box listener one your pre- premier matchup of the day. If they're going to tune into just one game, if they've got one game, one time slot, pick a game for them. Well, I'm not going to say Colorado, Colorado State, even though we're going to get into that later on. Because it's too quasi play it's, play. It's, it's, so you know, we're going to talk about Dion, but I think, you know, Dion's the big story. <laughs> but if I'm picking one game to watch, you have to watch it on Peacock. But check out Washington and Michigan State with everything they've been going through this week up in East Lansing with their coach. Now they're hosting the number eight team in the country. I'm really curious to see how that program reacts because I think Washington Washington's for real but hmm. I'm really curious to see how that program reacts this week in front of their home home fans hosting a top 10 team uh, one other question, and I did not get a chance to listen last Saturday. That's at 4 o'clock, will be, by the way. I will, I will be listening on the drive home today. Me too. Do you do any sort of uh, handicapping? Yeah. If, if you could give me one – one game to you know throw a little heat on for today. Tail, who's, who, who, who's your pick? Tailgate lock of the week. Yeah, for me, I right no, now Tennessee is at minus no, five Daddy's and a half <laughs> at Florida, and See, I don't I'm interested think Florida's, in the Tennessee Florida yeah. game. I, I I really I'm looking forward to watching that one. But right, so less I, than so a touchdown. So what's the spread? Give me a pick. Tennessee minus five and a half. Okay. All right. That's your. Five star blue chip lock of the week. Yeah, if I'm gonna, I, I'll take that. Less than a touchdown for Tennessee. It's Daddy certified. Mm-hmm. No, well, okay. Because we'll, there's we'll see no, how we do. there's no doubt if you guys get a pretty again. good track record going, mm-hmm. your listenership will go up immensely. That's right. Yeah. You start doubling up some units, and all of a sudden, uh, the listeners are going to start flocking to the airwaves. Honey. But listen for that at 11:30 during the tailgate buffet. We may hit a few of those. Okay. To this See, afternoon I, games. I thought when I saw that on the run sheet that the tailgate buffet was just going to be what you were serving today during your 
football watching experience. Well, it's the it's a the buffet of other items we didn't Chocolate. get to that are yeah, out there I mean, to I, be consumed. I get that now. I thought yeah. you might have been giving us like a recipe for dip. Well, you know, yes. <laughs> cope. You talking about not that kind of dip? Oh, okay, just check. You know, like buffalo chicken dip or seven layer uh, dip. Or, need to see if know. we could get you or maybe Medellin or somebody to bring us a fine smoked meat into in in here for for a broadcast. <laughs> fine smoked meat, not, not mediocre smoked meat. Aren't you guys on remote today? Uh, no, that would be the show after us. We oh, are. I thought, in it, I thought it was ten to three. Yeah, they don't have enough feathers in the cap for no, remotes no, no, no. just yeah. yet. I heard ten. I heard ten to three. I'm sorry. Uh, is, next week, both of the afternoon shows are on remote. Okay, there you go. I think nice. it's Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, I'm just forward promoting it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just in yes. case. It's a tease. A nice tease, gentlemen. We look forward to it. Entertain us as we. Uh, trape oh, we home. are going to have uh, one little thing to tease. Oh. The voice of the Longhorns, Craig Way, will be joining oh, us today at 10.50. well, how'd you manage to pull that off? Well, you know. Daddy's yeah. in some Daddy's sort of connected. lascivious group with UT it's alums. It's very it's very eyes wide shut. He's in a group with Craig Yikes. Way. <laughs> that's, a bad, wow. that's a bad image right there. God, I hope he's not listening now. He may <laughs> Just not join us after that Just wait until he gets James Brown on next week's show. Holy <laughs> Yikes. Thanks Lord for that Kevin. thought, Bubble. <laughs> when is Wayne McGarity going to be on the show? <laughs> That's a deep cut. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, boys. It's time to hand off. It's, we've, uh, we've overstayed our welcome. It's time for you guys to take over because our, our, we're running out of steam. Football. Another Saturday. Bye, golf. Bye, golf. Bye, Karen.